Let's head back to our hosts on location for the Fall Live Drive. Praise be the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Welcome to our continuing coverage of the 2023 Fall Live Drive here on Real Presence Radio. Father James Gross, a priest of the Diocese of Fargo, joined by my classmate, Father Jason Leffer. Good morning, Father Gross. It is great once again to be alive on air with you. It is good to be coming to you from the Grand Forks studios. We're looking forward to a wonderful next couple of hours, and we need your help in order to uh, meet the demands that we have for bringing the, the uh, bringing the faith to people on the airwaves 877-795-0122 is that number we'll have a lot more to say about that in just a few moments but we need to start with the most important thing which is our opening prayer at the beginning of this hour and we have three fourth grade students with us from St. Michael's School here in Grand Forks so we'll just have you guys go ahead and one at a time say your names please Thomas. Camden. Grayson. Okay, now these handsome gentlemen are going to be leading us in our opening prayer. So whenever you're ready, take it away. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God regularly, humbly pray. And to thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, Rest in hell, Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruined souls. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for leading us in the opening prayer, getting us started off on the right foot. And, uh, folks, I have to tell you, they just had such sad, long faces that they had to be here rather than in their classroom this morning. So, uh, uh, <laughs> well, there, well, <laughs> Father Gross, they're profusely disagreeing with you in the background here. So. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us, and have a great day at school today, okay? Fantastic. It's wonderful to be able to hear from more of our students and, and uh, all sorts of people from throughout our listening area. So, we have a goal of $5,610 to reach during the course of this hour. We're going to need your help in order to meet that goal. And we love to hear from all of our folks uh, from throughout the area. 877-795-0122 is that number. I want to issue a special challenge to those in our locality in the northeastern part of the Diocese of Fargo. And we remember our dear friends across the border in the Diocese of Crookston. I know we had some coverage yesterday afternoon from the cathedral in Crookston, but there are a lot of uh, wonderful parishes uh, in the um, uh, East Grand Forks, Crookston, Bemidji area that uh, uh, receive our, our radio signal, some of uh, 16 stations and 27 different signals over a range of an area that includes a population of 2.5 million people. What a wonderful footprint that uh, Real Presence Radio has so far. And not only that, but the geographical area that we cover too, that, to me that is... A just fantastic how right. far we reach all the way from the southern part of Canada, yeah. North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming, Mon yes. parts of Montana. People who commonly listen to us as we host our monthly uh, Real Presence Live program will hear, especially in the wintertime, uh, me lamenting over the fact that in Gillette, Wyoming, the temperature is usually quite a few degrees warmer than it is in the Grand Cities, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. We have a number of challenge gifts that uh, have been offered for this hour, and we're very grateful for those folks stepping up ahead of time in order to prime the pump, so to speak, 
weekend to encourage us to make our own contributions at 877-795-0122. And let's hear about these folks. Darlene from Grand Forks is offering her gift for all of the seminarians for the Diocese of Fargo who are um, knee-deep into this uh, new fall semester here and have been at their places for several weeks now. It makes me wonder if that was the Darlene who was associated with the seminary when we were back in our day. I, anyway, we had a Darlene who was associated with the seminary. And I don't know if, <laughs> in my heart, I'm going to believe that that's who it is. And it makes me happy to think that, that uh, she's contributing. So Yes, indeed. Fantastic. All right. Um, and then uh, Mark and Joanne are uh, offering a challenge gift from Cummings, North Dakota, down in that uh, Hillsboro Mayville area, in honor of all the unborn babies and prayers that they may all be saved. That pro-life uh, plank is an absolute essential in what we do here at uh, Real Presence Radio. Dave and Carol from Detroit Lakes would like to extend this challenge gift in loving memory of his parents, Clem and Catherine Foltz. We also have um, uh, anonymous gifts from folks in Mandan and in Minot, North Dakota. You know, I just want to say, Anonymous yes. is one of my favorite givers. He, he shows up quite often on, on when we do this program, and he's all over the place. And I, I love Anonymous, <laughs> and we'll, we'll take any, any Anonymous <laughs> gifts that come throughout the day. So Anonymous steps up uh, with regularity. Mary from Carrington extends her gift in loving memory of her husband, James. We have a gift from Roger and Jill uh, in honor of all of those battling cancer. Cheryl from Jamestown is offering her gift in loving memory of her husband, Terry. Uh, Betty from Fargo offers her gift in loving memory of her husband, Roger, and a couple more of those wonderful anonymous gifts that you alluded to a moment ago here, um, uh, Father Leffer. One from Williston, and then one from Wall, South Dakota. We wonder if uh, the proprietors of the um, uh, of the Wall drug uh, might have anything to do with that. Uh, you know, if only they would have road signs occasionally to tell you that that place is there, you know, as you're driving on I-29 and I-90 throughout South Dakota. Um, Adam from Sioux Falls, toward the end of last hour, uh, made a contribution in the guardian angel level, and uh, he says, We appreciate the great programming, especially David Anders. It has built up my faith over the years. And Jerry, thank you for your messenger gift. Uh, she called in from Duluth in honor of her daughter, Emmeline. You know, I, I want to I echo what Adam was saying there, too, Dr. David Anders. He, he's by far one of my favorite hosts as well. I just I love it. doesn't matter when you tune in or not. He, he's always stimulating. He's always this got this demeanor. It doesn't matter what kind of crazy off-the-wall question you ask, good, bad, indifferent, or even if you're kind of anti-Catholic. I mean, mm -hmm. I, just, I appreciate his demeanor, how he approaches it, and then, then, then the answer that he gives. Like, yes. I'll, I'll say he's like. 97 98.99% right on the spot every time. He, yeah. Like, I yeah. mean just I give him a little room for like little but man he's solid. It's just good. Uh, yes, very competent so. as an apologist and a gentle demeanor as well. And when you talk about what you find in programs like that called communion other great programs that we offer here on Real Presence Radio, you know, you you have a choice. You can either be a consumer and and go back to the uh, station that's going to be playing the monotony of the latest Taylor Swift song once an hour every hour that sort of thing or you can be a um you can be a stakeholder not you know, just I a would, consumer with I, real presence radio I, you know dr david andrews is called the communion program it's right up there with the father gross and father leffer uh, uh program as well i mean they're they're neck and neck as far as quality and content he, and, he's trying his uh, darndest i'll yeah, have to say you know, he's yes. a little in our shadow there but he's you know <laughs> he's, he's close he's close we have a number of different giving levels father leffer if you could just remind us about what those are you know let's start at the top this time i usually start at the bottom but we've got a special one at the bottom there so we're going to start at the top the 
top, highest level, we refer to it as the archangel level. Okay, so this is like 5,000 and above. And as I say that on air, there might be some people going, oh, who could do that? That's a lot of money. There are people who have been blessed by God and through their hard work that are in a position where they truly can give give a gift 5,000 above or 10,000 or, and, and those people do exist. And uh, the, the Holy Spirit, the Lord, Father Leffer is tapping you on the shoulder right now and saying, hey, today's the day. You know, come, come forward and uh, support this incredible ministry. The Archangel level, 5,000 above, and that'd be, that'd be about $400 a month, just to put in perspective what that looks like, okay? Then another level we call the Apostle level, which we love, because every time we get the Apostle level... Apostle or Archangel. Uh, ...above, we get... The Trumpet Fanfare! Which we, we, we want to hear a lot of those this hour. So at the Apostle level, and again, just put in perspective, that's roughly about $80 a month, right? Mm-hmm. To what that would come out to. We got another giving level, the disciple level. It's five hundred dollars, which that, that's you know that's a nice round off gift right here. Here's five hundred dollars. We'll just and that's again about forty dollars a month. The messenger level. You think of you know the word going out. Um, how do we make the word happen? Well, how about a dollar a day? Thirty dollars a month. That's three hundred sixty dollars a year. Um, yeah, that makes the word accessible out for people out there. The evangelist level, uh, two hundred fifty dollars. Again, that's a nice little round gift. You know, hey, here's 250 bucks, you know, about $20 a month there. We've got the guardian angel level, so anything below $250. Um, and then my favorite level, yes. which for years I've been pleading with them to put on here. And I, I, I don't know if they just put on for our hour to make me happy or if it was <laughs> the actual official level now, but it's, it's called the Hobbit level. And, the, you know, the Hobbits, they're the little people, the little ones, the, the people who you, you don't see, you don't recognize them, you don't think they make a difference. But but in the end, the hobbits make all the difference in the world. It's all, if all the hobbits step forward and they reach into their pocket, whatever pocket change and lint they've got in there, if they just present it, it's going to, it's going to keep Catholic Radio on air. So we, we hear it for the hobbits. I love the hobbits. Special relationship with the hobbits, right? Yes, indeed. And we're, we need to channel their, their spirit as they say, Why have you got in its little pocket? <laughs> if all those, all those who are listening, of course, we're referring to <laughs> the famous trilogy by Tolkien, right? The, yes, yes, indeed. And we do have some giveaways available. So if you contribute at the Apostle Level Gift, and Our Lady of Sorrows Chaplet will be given to you, which has been touched to a first-class relic of St. Padre Pio. His uh, feast day is coming up toward the end of next week, uh, making it a third-class relic. The reliquary was abandoned from St. Padre Pio's hands that contained blood of the stigmata. The Apostle-level drawing will get you a framed print of Pope Francis, and this original was painted by Tony Rangel from Rapid City, South Dakota, and hangs at the Pontifical College in Rome. So an 11 by 14 print of that uh, wonderful, wonderful gift there. Now, new donors of $20 or more or more per month will receive an RPR t-shirt. And we know there are a lot of you listening who have said, you know, I've always intended to give, but I've just never gotten around to it. 877-795-0122 is that number. Also, existing monthly donors will also receive a t-shirt if they increase their monthly giving by $20 or more. It's a light gray shirt with an RPR logo and scripture verse. The bread, this bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world from John chapter and 6. If anyone wants to see that beautiful print of Pope Francis, just go, I encourage you to go online to RPR Radio and you can see a picture of that 
awesome handcraft. It is beautiful. We're going to step aside for just a moment here, but when we come back, we have a couple of great in-studio guests that we're going to be chatting with. 877-795-0122 is that toll-free number. And the live drive coverage continues right after this. Thanks for joining us this morning for day two of our fall live drive. If you haven't called in yet, there's still plenty of time to call and make a difference in someone's life. More from the Fall Live Drive, right after this break. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo De Filippis of St. Luke Productions. Creatures that can be one with Christ. In the New Testament, Christ is referred to as the second Adam, as the definitive Adam, and as the image of God. This means that in him alone appears the complete answer to the question about what the human being is. Creation is, as it were, a preliminary sketch that points to him. This relationship of creature to Christ, of the first to the second Adam, signifies that human persons are beings en route, beings characterized by transition. They are not yet themselves. They must ultimately become themselves. Human beings must die with Christ like a grain of wheat in order truly to rise, to stand erect, to be themselves. Human persons are not to be understood merely from the perspective of their past histories or from that isolated moment that we refer to as the present. They are oriented toward their future and only it permits who they really are to appear completely. We must always see in other human beings persons with whom we shall one day share God's joy. We must look upon them as persons who are called together with us to be members of the body of Christ with whom we shall one day sit at table with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and with Christ himself as their brothers and sisters, as the brothers and sisters of Christ, and as the children of God. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. And now, back to your Fall Live Drive. Welcome back, everyone. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, priests of the Diocese of Fargo, joining you this morning from our Grand Forks studios. And 877-795-0122 is that number in order to join us and to be part of our um, our live drive for fall 2023. We have a number of folks who have already called in with gifts. On the disciple level, Renee from Superior, Wisconsin, as well as Eric in the evangelist level from Mandan, North Dakota, were very grateful grateful to them. A guardian angel gift came in from Jim in Ellendale, Minnesota. Not to be confused with Ellendale, North Dakota. That's, I guess, a more common place name. And this one really caught my eye. In fact, I had to cheat a little bit and look it up on my map uh, app. Peter from Shell Lake, Wisconsin. Wonderful having you uh, listening uh, a few miles uh, south of uh, Superior, just off of Highway 53. In the messenger level, we appreciate your support. Um, 
Jim from Ellendale wanted to offer this gift in memory of his deceased relatives and another gift on the evangelist level from Nancy in Fargo. So thanks to all of you for contributing and we have uh, we have phone lines ready to go and to talk to you 877-795-0122. It's great to see that people are, are awake and alive and they're hearing the, the call go out. I want to, um, I promised I'd do this so at men's uh, prayer breakfast this morning, uh, a gentleman who's there's name by the name of Todd, Todd from Grafton, Todd, and he, and he, I was saying, he goes, well, Father, why are we meeting so early today? Why, you know, I said, well, we've got a you know, live drive at uh, Grand Fork's got to be in the studio at nine o'clock, and, and he's and I, and I, and I talk about Catholic radio, and he says, oh, yeah, you know, I, I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to give to it all these years. He said, I really appreciate it, really enjoyed it, I've been meaning to give to it, it's so, I've been meaning to give, I said, Todd, today's the day, I said, I'm going to call you out on air. So Todd from Grafton, and all of you who are out there right now who are saying, you know, this is really important to me. I've been listening all these years. It's, it's done so much for me or whatever. Today's the day. Reach in your pocket. I don't care if it's a dollar or a thousand dollars. If it's 500, yes. if it's 20 dollars. Yeah. That first gift. It's always the first gift. You give that first gift. Once you give the first gift, then the floodgates are open. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now you, you buy in. You buy some ownership of yep. this, this wonderful... Um, uh, yeah. way of spreading the faith. So. Father Leffer and I have visited with many such Todds, you know, over the months and years saying, you know, I've always wanted to contribute and I just haven't gotten around to it. Now is the time to hear from you. 877-795-0122. And we are uh, pleased to have with us here in studio someone who, as their family, uh, has been uh, committed to helping uh, support the ministry of the Apostolate of Real Presence Radio. Jake Unterseer, welcome back to Real Presence Radio. Good morning. You know, I have to say, I, again, your pronunciation is wonderful. You got the umlaut in there, the unterser. So I, you know, I, I usually muddle your last name. Jake, I, but I, I, I accept most pronunciations of my last name. <laughs> Just don't call him late for dinner. Exactly. I think that's the rule, yeah. right? <laughs> what, what's the meaning of your last name? Underseer. Okay, like a low-level supervisor. <laughs> and and does that does that line up with who you are? Yeah, I like to watch things from a low level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I have to say. Uh, so Father Gross and I, Father Leffer, were in the studio here, and we were in seminary together, and uh, went through, and, and we're kind of the older generation now. And these guys who are right next to us, here, so we got Jake Untersayer and Blake Ritterman, but at one time they had a Fourier into into seminary life as well. You guys were in at the same time. Yeah, we were Cardinal Lynch at the same time. And, yep. and Jake, I absolutely love the story about how you realized you you weren't you weren't called to the, to priest. the priesthood. Could you tell us about that moment when clarity came oh, to you? Oh, sure. How, how you so how I ended up in the seminary is important to this. Um, I felt God telling me, Jake, I want you to be a saint and I had no idea what that meant sure right sure so I started thinking of saints and I was like well I guess if I want to go to heaven I have to be a, a saint and if I have to be a saint I got to be a priest or a bishop or something right I got to get a holy card so that I can get to heaven, <laughs> right? right well there's monks and stuff too but I don't, I don't know about that so I was like okay well God wants me to be in heaven I want to be in heaven great I don't really want to be a priest sounds like it wouldn't I'd kind of be miserable for my whole life but it means I get to heaven I'll do it Great. Okay. I'm in, Lord. Whatever. Uh, so uh, three months into seminary, we had a class on the universe called to holiness, which I had never heard of before, and was told, we're, no, we're all called to be saints. And I was like, wait a minute. I can, I can be to heaven and I don't have to be a priest? This is incredible. 
<laughs> so I left this class. And I'm I, off the hook. Yeah, I flew down the hall into the chapel at Cardinal Mansion. I hit my knees and did a power rock slide up to the tabernacle <laughs> with my hands in the air. And I was like, Lord, you don't want me to be a priest to you. And I heard the voice of the Lord more clearly at that moment than any other time in my life. And he said, no. <laughs> yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, I, I love the story because it, it, it's so real. I mean, it's just so real. Now that the call to conversion and so forth. Hey, okay, introduce our listening audience, though, to, you know, so obviously you're not a priest. You right. become a yes. Priest. So, another very fruitful vocation came out of those yeah, deliberations. Yeah, right. So, my wife Christy and I have uh, six kids. Uh, we live in Buxton, North Dakota. Um, and it's great. Yeah, way better than being a priest as far as I'm concerned. What is the range of ages? Of so oldest is 11, youngest is uh, will turn 1 in October. End oh. of October, on October 23rd. A very famous birthday. So give us, give us. Um, yeah, I think you may have been referencing to me, but anyway. And someone else. And, and someone else. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, okay, so you've always been St. Jake? I mean, how, how does this go? Did were you raised and yeah, was, in such a uh, way where you're, you're like, you want to be an evangelist and spread the faith and no, so forth? Um, what, what's kind of the background to that? Yeah, so I was raised Catholic family. Um, my dad converted to Catholicism, I think when I was in second or third grade. Um, yeah, we just, I, I mean, my mom was my CCD teacher growing up. Just did things, we went to, went to search retreats. Um, had lots of friends from that, but I think it, it really got real when I kind of left my home area and I moved to Fargo and I was alone. And so my faith had, I couldn't rely on friends to be propping it up. And I don't, I don't know what happened. It was this call to be a saint at the same time and I started uh, going to mass more regularly okay, and I uh, just got addicted. Okay, just, just pause on that yeah. one for a minute because like, um, I don't know, Father Gross, Blake, did, do you ever were you ever aware of like the Lord calling you to be a saint? Or, I mean, it sounds like a particular grace or something. Like how? Like did you just wake up one day with that desire, or was it always there? Yeah, I don't what, what no, it, it was pretty sudden. Uh, I don't remember what the context was in my life exactly, but I just I just knew at one moment God wants me to be a saint. And, and, is, and I just it, knew it. Like when you say that, it's like because I want to praise God. I want to nope. be in heaven. I want, or I just want to be a good guy. Nope. Or just it had nothing to do with me. Wow. I just knew that God wanted me to be a saint, and that I had to do what I had to do to. To, to get, get there, there. Okay. whatever that was, and I was willing to do whatever it well, was. I, I praise God. That I was never. Grace. I mean, very convicted yeah. instantly. Like God wants me to be a saint. Has it ever left you? No. Okay, so that that's a particular grace, of yeah. a gift from the Lord. We thank yeah. Him for that. That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, you're listening to the ongoing live drive for Fall 2023 here at Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. We are looking forward to hearing from you folks as we have Jake Untersayer with us uh, as he's uh, talking about his family. So, Real Presence Radio, um, give us a couple of just practical examples of how this ministry kind of intersects with your life, your daily life as as a family. Yeah, so... um I am a, a shameless evangelist. I can't. I can't help myself. I think once you're, once you've been evangelizing, your heart is converted. In my, in my experience in my life, I, I can't help. I can't help it. And I, it kind of goes to all walks. If I smell something that stinks in the fridge, I'm going to tell somebody about it, right? So, there's nothing greater than than Christ and His church. So, I, I just I can't help myself. And so I raise my children that way, and we as a family are. Uh, you know, give to Real Presence Radio. My wife's been on a few times, so that's kind of important. Uh, it's important for us and our family to get the word of the gospel out. 
can, can you share a little bit with, I don't know if you want to say where you work or whatever, but can, some of those stories I know, you know, that you've shared with me or whatever, like, how how do you evangelize in your workplace? Like, what what's kind of the Jake Underserer t- technique of, of... I don't recommend the Jake Underserer <laughs> technique to most people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's kind of like, I, you know, I, I've... I don't know that there's one way to evangelize, right? Okay. Whatever, however God made you, what kind of person you are, you use that in order to share his gospel, right? I'm kind of a blunt force p- type of person, and so... So you're like a soft, gentle rain. So yeah, oh, 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 wait, I mean like... If it's hail, maybe? <laughs> okay. <Right>? Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, and I just, I just never s- keep my mouth shut, right? And I just talk, and I just will find someone that I think has a soft heart, and I just go, and I'll bug them and bug them and talk about things or like like you know, I'm your co- say I'm your coworker yeah. and so I'm working next to you. Like how how are you going to bug me? Like, yeah, so you, I would I'll walk up randomly throughout the day. I do this to one person and I'll say, Hey man, what's your what's your wife going to say when you come into the church? How's she going to respond? Because she's not Catholic either. How's she going to respond to that? Right? And have I ever talked to you about faith at this point? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> or I'll, I'll, I mean, if I haven't, I'll start out with like religion will come up in some way and I'll just ask you know most of most people I work with are Christians of some some denomination so I just I'll just why aren't well why aren't you Catholic yet right that's the church Jesus started why wouldn't you do that I mean if you if you ask Google on your phone uh, who started the Lutheran Church you'll get an answer if you start who started the Methodist Church who started the Jehovah's Witnesses who did that but if you ask who started the Catholic Church, it says, Jesus Christ. Like, well, seems yeah. like a seems like a no-brainer to me. Our friend uh, Father Jason Signalness in the Diocese of Bismarck had yeah. a very famous YouTube video where he showed that and yeah. and uh, what 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 answer is given. Yep. You know, when I've done that, that, and the response is, well, I guess I have no argument for that. <laughs> Google said it; it must be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, if you're a blunt force in doing this, then do yeah. you, do people reject you? Or are they open to yeah. you? How, how does it? I mean, um, are they, or do they like you? I mean, it's, like, oh, it's across Jake. the board where people I have come that were not practicing any kind of faith have come around. Um, some people have gotten stronger in whatever faith they already have because it's caused them to look into it. And if they're growing closer to Christ, in one sense, that's cool, right? I, ideally, I would want them and hope that they would come to the church, but um, there's some that, okay, but I guess we can't talk about this anymore, um, and some that just laugh at me, so all all across the board. So do you identify with St. Paul when he says, you know, I I try to be quiet about this, I try not to say anything more, but then this burning takes place, and, and I just can't help myself. Uh, yes, I've gotta, I've gotta I absolutely relate to that. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number to call in and to be part of the live drive as Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer are joining you from Grand Forks. We have uh, Blake Riddeman here with us as well, uh, you know, minding the technology, making sure that everything works as it's supposed to, and we have Jake Untersayer with us here. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, um, you and you and the misses, how you guys had how you guys met. And yeah, we were both focused missionaries. Um, she was she was there the the weekend I went to interview, and I vaguely remember her being there. Um, I think we had the, like a last lunch together, um, and she was uh, stationed at UND, and I was stationed at SDSU my first year as a missionary. So we had interacted a little bit, and then my second year I got moved up to UND to uh, learn from her how to be a team director. 
And, uh, and you've been learning from her ever since. I right? have not stopped learning. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. What, um, so how did what, what does Focus have to do with your guys' journey? What, what kind of a gift was that to you in this evangelization? But, yeah, it brought us together. And I think um, it was kind of something both of us just did anyway. Um, so it was great that this organization exists. I mean, for so many reasons, but on a personal note, I was able to meet my wife because of it, right? Um, uh, I, I got into focus kind of as I learned that I could do evangelization as a job, and it was something I was doing anyway. So it 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 was a nice, convenient uh, opportunity. Now, what what was the uh, range of time um, that you were oh, at no, uh, South Dakota? Years. That, uh, South <laughs> Dakota State, because there's um there, there's a gal who just uh, made her final vows with the Sisters of Life, Sister Mary Pieta, who was yes. Mickey Breen, yes. who I know served as a focus missionary at I South was Dakota State. That. Okay, yeah. okay, I was I didn't know if you guys had yeah, overlapped at that point or. Uh, South Dakota State with Michelle Dupont. Oh yes, servant of God. Yes, so wonderful. Are you a little jealous? Jake, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for an and companion type of thing. <laughs> so what Jake is referencing is sometimes when they there's a group of saints that are declared or canonized, they'll say that the famous one like Saint Michelle Dupont and her companions, and, yeah. and Jake is hoping to be in the in the I'm hoping to in be the an tail ride those coattails. Heck yeah. yeah. Okay, so Jake, you're you're out there in the world, and you I mean you you. You are in the world, like you yeah. know, all that means the good, good, and the this challenge of it. What, like, as you're and you've got this heart of evangelist, and and you're all in on that. What, what do you, what's the biggest challenge out there in the culture right now? Like, what 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 are we facing? What's the hardest thing to get the message of Christ across to yeah. people? So I think first, the Jesus becomes uh, uh, just another character. You have you have Mickey Mouse, you have Santa Claus, you have Jesus, you have. Um, the Easter Bunny, you know, whatever. He's just another one of those things, right? So to overcome the, no, Jesus is a real person, and Jesus was a real person who walked on earth, and Jesus is still a real person that you can have a real relationship with. Um, that's that's probably the, the, the number one thing for people that aren't already some sort of Christian to overcome is making Jesus real. And, mm-hmm. and would you say, like, as you encounter people, are, are they actually interested in finding out about that or is just the world is such a heavy oppressive force that it's you can't yeah i find that most people that i've talked to are interested in thinking about important things um i think that there's so much shallowness and like sound bites in our culture that when you can have a conversation about something real people are interested in talking about a real thing and they have ideas about real things and i'd say you know father gross the ministry we're in right here with real presence radio if if you want to have a conversation or dialogue or listen in about serious things, real things, it, it happens right here on right. this program. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to descend into the uh, entertainment tonight realm, you know, like whatever is the latest flash in the pan. That's just what we're interested in. It's about more substantive sorts of issues. We are in the middle of our um, first ha- first hour of coverage for the um, t- uh, Father Leffer and I, that is, for the 2023 uh, Fall Live Drive, 877-795-0122 is that number. We are looking forward to hearing from you. Another thing you were mentioning that was that I was reminded of, uh, Jake, just a moment ago, Bishop Barron often talks about his dialogue with um, either atheists or you know, secularists and how they try to uh, diminish 
the, the, the person in the story of Jesus um, kind of mythologize him and they use like phrases like the flying spaghetti monster, you know, various things like that in terms of, uh, you know, claiming that this is just some, some contrivance that is meant to um, uh, quell people's anxiety, you know, where it's so much of course so much you know deeper. what, I, what I, you know father gross bring what i love about our gods like those arguments were what's so awesome about being catholic and christian it, it's actually within time it's concrete you can you can go to the tomb you can go to the birthplace you, yep. you can go where he walked you can go to the sea of galilee you can go to the house of peter and open up mark's gospel and read it and look out and see every every little spot that's referenced in mark's gospel right yeah. from the kitchen window there, there's an empty you know? tomb and the reason why you know that and in the gospel of matthew uh the uh, Sanhedrin and the chief priests resorted to bribing and paying off people, you know, to claim that somebody stole the dead body of our Lord away, rather than to claim that he was actually risen from the dead. So yes, there is that concreteness. So our phone lines have gone quiet. Maybe they stopped working. I'm not sure. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two. We have paid our bills, right, Blake? So, so this, that's we're not good the problem. There. We're yeah. good there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Jake, why, <laughs> Jake, why would you call in and support Real Presence Radio? Why? Why would you do it and why would you encourage somebody else to do it? Well, because it's so important to me that the word of the gospel get out, right? Uh, so why not help out a system that's already doing it? Right? This was when, we, when I was a missionary and we had to fundraise uh, for our mission. Uh, not everyone can get out and talk to people, right? Especially on the, the, the volume of people that hear through Catholic Radio. 2.5 right? million. So we had, listeners. we had this saying and focus that some give by going and some go by giving, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not someone that can go out and do the, the evangelization or be on the radio, you owe it to yourself to take the opportunity to be generous and support those who can and do do it. And on that, Jake, this is Blake Ritterman, by the way, with Real Presence Radio. Jake is a dear dear friend of mine. And uh, kind of segue, segue into just generosity. Yeah. And what I've learned a lot from you, just in our friendship and, you know, our families, our friends and everything, too, the importance of generosity in the Christian faith. Why, you know... It's it's an intricate link. Like it, you can't have one without the other. Generosity of, of funds, time, and everything like that. And so, why? How do we encourage people to be generous? And why is it important in the Christian walk? Yeah. So there's one place in the Bible where God says, "You should test me," and it's in, in generosity. Where you're generous, where you're generous, I will be a hundredfold. And I've experienced that in so many ways in my life. Where the more generous I've been the more generous the Lord's been with me. So that makes me think of like kind of a principle that you and Christy have discovered in, in your walk with the Lord or yeah. whatever, if, uh, which I know the two of you and your family are incredibly generous. And, and, you, and you, most of your life you've lived by God's divine providence where you're depending on yeah. support, financial support coming in and so forth. But the two of you have discovered a principle about if you're short of funds or so forth, wh- wh- what's the principle, Jake? What do you do in order for money to start flowing? We, if we are short on money, we give some away. No, that so, sounds crazy, yeah. Jake. Why would why would somebody do that? Well, if, if, you're short if we already, need the Lord to be generous with us, with something that we have a need in our life, then we need to test Him and put Him to the test, like He said to. So then, all right. Well, we need, you know, we need five hundred bucks for this thing. Well, we better give fifty bucks away, right? And where do we give it to? I don't know. Write the check, and we'll figure it out, and we'll give it away. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two to Real Presence <coughs> Radio. That's where yeah. that's where you're going to get it. So I'm I'm not mm-hmm. a 
financially generous person by nature. It's very difficult for me to be financially generous, and I'm, I'm getting better. Um, I read a book that ruined my life, and so I had to uh, take a step back <laughs> and look at it. Uh, Blessed Are You Poor was the yep. name of the book, and it ruined my life. It was awful. Yeah. And I realized what a horrible, miserly person I was, right? Um, and so I just decided, okay, um, if, I get a, if I get a request for something, I'm, I'm just going to give to it. I'm just going to say yes. I mean, I, uh, there's a little prudence in there, not just every flyer that comes in the mail, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, Real Presence Radio is asking for funds right now. Okay, I'm just going to give. And then, so I have to say yes, and then whatever number pops into my head, I just double it. Right off, and I just st- and then I just do it, and I don't think about it, because if I stop and think about it, I'll find out a reason why I can't give that money. You know, one of the, uh, I think one of the devil's most pernicious lies is what I call the zero-sum game, you know, thinking that if I'm giving something away, it's lost to me, and then there's only, you know, so much that there is, and uh, that sort of thing. Whereas, again, I guess to quote uh, Bishop Barron from uh, Winona, Rochester, as he often talks about the law of the gift, that in in our... Uh, generous hearts and our willingness to give, do we then open ourselves up to receive what we otherwise might not be? And I don't want to take it to kind of an awkward extreme of prosperity gospel sorts of, you know, jargon and the rest of it, but we need to uh, we need to consider how the Lord is asking us to give so as to dispose ourselves properly to receive. And um, those who go by giving, so to speak, that that uh, refers directly to what we're talking about with our live drive here on Real Presence Radio. 877-795-0122 is that number. And uh, let's, uh, let's cue up the uh, brass ensemble in the background because we're going to have a wonderful announcement to make. Uh, anonymous has come through with us um, in an My apostle level gift. <clears throat> Fantastic. Thank you so much for for making that gift, and uh, there's plenty of room for more. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. So, Jake, coming back, so that principle was: if we're, we're short or we need, the first thing we do is we give. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay. Again, from worldly perspective, that just sounds crazy. That sounds crazy to me. What? what how does that work? Or why does it work? How, how does that something? Does that make your problem worse? How does it make it better? Look, I'm, I don't know how it works. Okay. But I know that I've been on the receiving end of um, peop- somebody knocking on my door. I'm not. This is not exaggerating. And hey, hi, how are you? What are you doing here? Well, I. The Lord told me I needed to be generous right now, and so here's a thousand dollars, right? Or hey, we had some extra money. Here's 125 bucks. Or uh, hey, we got this box of food. You want this box of food? Here you go, right? Um, this stuff happens to me all the time in my, my family. And, and, and I, again, I, I know I'm the one asking questions, yeah. but I, I can verify it with my own life and other people that I know. That uh, I mean, literally, I know another family, similar situation, and extremely generous and so forth, and they fell on hard times. And they were literally sitting around their kitchen table, and they, they were calling out to the Lord, and said, well, Lord, we, we, we've given everything, we're so generous, and here we are, we, can't, we don't even have enough food. For the yeah. for this next two days, you know, there was a knock at the door, and get this: the the local priest was there and had all this food in his arms, and they looked at him and he looked at them. And they're like, "What what are you doing here?" And he said, "Well, we were over at the church. We had this huge big function. We had all this food left over." And I was sitting there. I said, "Lord, what do you want me to do with this?" And he said, "Well, take it to the to your house." Yeah. And so I'm here knocking the door. Like, do you guys need food? And like, 
yes, Father, absolutely, we need food. We we desperately need food. Yeah, my wife and I had an incident when we were newly married that uh, we didn't we weren't going to make rent. It was really tight, and we didn't know how we were going to do it. And so we gave away, we gave away some money, and I, we figured it out and scraped together and had the rent check. And I went to pay the rent, and when I turned it in, they said, "Oh, you you already paid your rent this month." No, I didn't. I have the check right here. I didn't. The system says you paid your rent. I can't accept that check. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. So then, the Lord's ways yeah. are not our ways, no. right? And Lord's math is different than our yeah. math. And you know how does this stuff work? And and again, I mean, it, it's beautiful to sit here and reflect back and share these stories. But we're not making this stuff up. I mean, this is the this no. is a life of providence, a life of faith and trust. And yep. and so much of what the people, the good folks behind Real Presence Radio. They're living lives of faith, and they're taking acts of faith to make this programming and all this come to all of you listeners. And so, again, I want to I want to shout out to the hobbits right now, like that hobbit level, the the little people, the people who don't think they make a difference. If you're sitting there right now and saying like, I don't have a lot to give, and they'd just be annoyed with me if I called up and gave my dollar, I gave my five dollars, and like. No, actually, sometimes the most important gifts are the dollar, or the five dollars, or the ten dollars. Because what happens, you start a relationship with Real Presence Radio. You you take ownership. Suddenly, it's not you're not just dropping in and listening. You're dropping mm-hmm. in and listening to your network. It's it, you have a buy-in. And and again, I say when you do it the first time, that's the, the hardest part is to give the first time. Once you start giving, it opens up. We only have a few more seconds with you here, Jake, before we need to step aside, but uh, there is a question that came up here. Um, if, if ever there was a soundbite to isolate from our discussion, it was when you said, I read a book that ruined my life. Yeah. What's the name of the book again? <laughs> Do you recall the name of the author? Uh, Blessed Are You Poor. And I don't remember the name of the author. Okay, so a, a simple uh, Amazon search, uh, yeah. you know, or something like that would would be able to reveal that. But Jake, thank you so much for taking the time, Absolutely. and uh, uh, blessings to you and your family uh, going forward. Keep up that evangelization out there, man. Because I know a number of well, people I, have come I, to the faith. I dropped a few words before I left to work today, saying, "Hey, uh, I'm turning nine fifteen. I'm gonna be on the radio. Check it out." So maybe they'll keep listening, and hopefully, some of those that are listening, if they did. Very good. Hopefully, hopefully, yes. And we need the uh, Grand Forks area folks to really come come up uh, big for us. So, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is that number, and the book is uh, "Happy Are You Poor" is, okay. by Thomas Dubay, which is go. a celebrated spiritual author. Um, the Fire Within, I think, is one of the most famous titles that he had. So we will step aside here for a moment, and uh, you're listening to uh, ongoing uh, programming for the twenty twenty. Fall Live Drive on Real Presence Radio. More after this. Thanks for joining us this morning for day two of our Fall Live Drive. If you haven't called in yet, there's still plenty of time to call and make a difference in someone's life. More from the Fall Live Drive right after this break. I'm Father Richard Kunst with a Papal Minute. As St. John Paul II was riding through St. Peter's Square in his Popemobile on May 13, 1981, he was shot at close range by a would-be assassin. The Pope narrowly survived multiple gunshot wounds and was rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery. After months of convalescence, he was ready to resume his weekly public audience, only to have his handlers demand the Popemobile be fitted with bulletproof glass. The Pope was none too happy about the idea, and after considerable debate, a compromise was reached. The Pope agreed to have the glass installed provided that it was not bulletproof. The world assumed the new Pope mobile was protecting the Pope from possible gunshots, but it was just regular glass. 
a tightly guarded Vatican secret. John Paul believed that if God wanted to call him home by an assassin's bullet, who was he to stop him? This has been Father Richard Kunst with the Papal Minute. To learn more, visit papalartifacts.com. That's papalartifacts.com. I would say um, where Catholic Radio has played a pretty important role in my faith is I, I'm a scientist, so I, I think of everything kind of in knowledge and intellectual terms. So Catholic Answers helped a lot because I might have some questions or I, I, there was a lot that I wasn't aware of. And it always seems like the callers' questions were just timed perfectly for whatever I was wondering about or had questions about. So I was able to learn kind of piece by piece and, and build. And now with kids, I really like to hear Dr. Ray's show with all the little discipline tips because he makes it so simple. Yes. Um, I think for me, you know, the history has, has been really interesting. You know, I grew up Catholic and we went to Sunday school and, and religious education, but you can always learn more and there's just, you know, there's only so much that you can learn, I mean, when you're just going once a week to religious education. So for me, it's just been really interesting to learn, you know, why do we do this or where did this come from or, you know, or to be able to answer questions when people have them. I think that's been the biggest help. Let us run to Mary, and as her little children, cast ourselves into our arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the Rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central, and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us. Join us for the Rosary, Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m., and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the RPR Network. All right, let's go back to our host and see if we had any calls during the break on the Fall Live Drive. Welcome back, everyone, to the Fall Live Drive here on Real Presence Radio. Father James Gross joined by Father Jason Leffer, uh, priest of the Diocese of Fargo. So we are in the midst of uh, calling upon you to support this wonderful apostolate that reaches into five states and uh, has a great, uh, great impact for so many lives. When we were talking about the geography of it last, the top of last, or this hour, I guess it was, we forgot to mention Wisconsin, of all things. Exactly, yes. Cheeseheads unite as we uh, listen, uh, as we have uh, listeners from uh, the Diocese of Superior as part of the Twin Ports uh, signal. And uh, we have a number of wonderful uh, giveaways available in Our Lady of Sorrows chaplet, touched to a first-class relic of St. Padre Pio for those on the Apostle level. And there will also be a drawing for those donors for a framed 11 by 14 print of Pope Francis. And again, if you want to see that, I'd encourage you go go onto the RPR um, website and the, the image is there and it's beautiful. It's a hand, I mean, when, you know, you talk about a print or whatever, but if you actually look at it, it's beautiful. The RealPresenceRadio.com. Yep. Yes, we also have uh, um, light gray RPR t-shirts available for those who are new donors of $20 per month or more, as well as for existing monthly donors if they increase their monthly monthly giving by $20 per month or more. And we have a couple of additional uh, contributions that have been called in. We have uh, Agnes from here in Grand Forks on the Guardian Angel level, as well as Laura from Walcott, North Dakota. It's down between uh, Fargo and Wapiton. That's also a Guardian Angel gift. And another uh, Trumpet Fanfare cue for another wonderful gift uh, that just came in from Thomas. Thomas in Bismarck, North Dakota, on the Apostle level, uh, level, and he wants to say his uh, greetings to Father Leffer. So thank you very much for that, Thomas. We appreciate well, if it. I, if, 
if it is who I, I'm suspecting it is, which I, I'm not positive, but if, if I think it's Thomas, I think he's actually in the uh, he uh, is given he's working in the military right now, and he's uh, he's away from his family for uh, a year on the southern border. And so, uh, a shout out to Thomas and all of our uh, flight people and military personnel who are helping keep our our nation safe. So awesome, Thomas! Absolutely. Thank you. God bless you, man. Yep, everybody in, in harm's way and the uh, armed forces, definitely, as well as uh, those in military installations, including places like um, uh, the Grand Forks Air Force Base. We certainly have some listeners out there, and we love to be able to hear from them as well. We have another guardian angel gift coming in from Mary from Northeast North Dakota. She says that she turns on RPR every day on her way to and from work. She appreciates Father Leffer and the spiritual direction that he gives to her. So thanks to Mary and and to all of our donors that we've gotten, we have a few minutes left here, 877 And we have another guest with us in studio, uh, a local uh, gentleman whom we had the uh, privilege of visiting with before, Dave Zaverall. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Hey, guys. Great Real to Presence be back. Radio, that is. <laughs> yeah, Real Presence Live will be next week. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. No, I have, to get, uh, I have to get the right programs on the brain here. But um, So I guess the first thing I wanted to mention, it doesn't take long for some someone to be in the East Grand Forks area before they come upon the last name of Zavarol. Especially there's, um, when you get to the Louis Murray Bridge, there's a little park named after Bob Zavarol, which definitely is a relative of yours. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. He's the founder of our business that we work with. RJ was his formal name, Grandpa Bob to me. So Very good, and yes. And not that, but I want to say, like when you hear the name Zavarol, the the radio spots you guys have advertising it just it's there's something very comforting about the name Zavarol when you hear it on those on those commercials so well that's good to hear yeah. you know sometimes we don't always get the uh, <laughs> most friendly phone calls in the road construction industry but it's yeah great. so tell us a little bit about the work that you and your family do yeah absolutely so we're working this is our 72nd construction season as a business um, we were founded in 1951 and uh, yeah I'm a third generation um, uh, part of that, and I have some family that is uh, with me on that. My, my dad and, and some uncles have all been part of this family as it's grown. Uh, as this construction company is, you know, we started, Grandpa started a um, long time ago, like I said, uh, running a dozer, a trade that he had learned in the, uh, in the Army. And when he came home from war, he had picked up and, and took his trade and, and started uh, working uh, leveling trees and digging ditches and things like that. And over time, you know, as his family grew, our business grew as well. And uh, currently right now we have three different divisions that we do. We have an asphalt paving division. You might see us out on the roads uh, working on some county roads. We have a heavy excavation uh, side of the business, which does a lot of levees and ditching and site work. And then we have an underground utilities division where we get put uh, water, sewer, and infrastructure in. So mm -hmm. we do um, disrupt a lot of people's lives on a daily basis. <laughs> well, but gratefully so, because you leave it much better than, than what it's yes. How, what, what would be the number of employees involved with all, all the construction that you do and so roughly i mean what are you, yep. what are you no, talking we, about no uh, we we employ 200 people okay. um and we work mostly 100 150 mile radius out of grand forks sure. we do get out there a little bit we got a project we're working in bismarck right now at their landfill but uh for the most part uh yeah we we stay locally um we have people that work from us from lots of different communities in your listening area so for you do you is it uh do you 
do you wake up in your own bed and be able to return at the end of the day, or do you end up being out on site and away from family, or how does that affect you? Know, you? I would say 80% of our guys do exactly what you say. They get up, they go to work, and they get home, and they sleep in their own bed. But we also have a group that don't even live from this community, so sleeping in their own bed is, is not always the easiest thing to do. It's part of the part of the life and the work that they do. They're traveling a little bit, and, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Now, Dave, you are also a uh, proud uh, Sacred Heart Eagle alum, correct? Yep, yep. It's and, been, uh, uh, there, there are quite a few uh, in your extended family who are currently in that school system. Yes. I know last year there was a story about how most of the grades had at least uh, one Zavarol or uh, other relative uh, in them there. Yeah, it's a pretty good run that we have right now going. And I, myself, Carrie and I, we have uh, six kids. Well, we, I'm sorry, we have seven kids. Six of them are at Sacred Heart right now. So we got we got half the school covered when it comes to grades. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're proud supporters of Sacred Heart. It's been a very good place for us for not only our educational growth but our spiritual growth. So. I'm trying to remember if it was your family or somebody else. Somebody made their mark on the bottom corner of our uh, whiteboard yeah, here in our my, studio. That's my Isaac right back there that was a long time ago it was it's been we, we decided yep yeah, we decided to just keep it there because it's <laughs> you know, a wonderful it's like, well, it's like when you go to rome you know and you see the graffiti and that's how you know what the christians did two thousand right. years ago this is how we know it did rpr 14 years ago although i saw a story that people are getting in trouble they're trying to etch you know like johnny loves Susie into the wall and the Colosseum, and they're actually getting arrested for doing things like that so be careful if you are going to the eternal city in terms of where you leave your mark there but um we have a couple of more uh, uh, gifts that I want to announce right away here. Heidi from Rapid City, South Dakota is donating in honor of the Bismarck Diocese and search retreats You know, that, that came up a couple times. Jake mentioned it myself or uh, Dave just mentioned, or where was the, the search program? But yeah, yeah. shout out to Rachel. That. Rachel, mm-hmm. that was great. Anyway, uh, I'm going to be the priest on the, the search weekend in November, so all, all the folks out there will... God loves it. Father early in the morning. <laughs> okay, very good. And also in the Guardian an angel level from Park River. Gloria uh, made a donation here today, so we are very grateful for both of you and for everyone who has called in so far. There's still a couple of it's minutes left. 877-795-0122. It's appropriate that Gloria is at the guardian angel level because she is a guardian angel. She does she does so many things for so many people behind the scenes that nobody knows about, and she just goes around making the world beautiful and more loving, and so thank you, Gloria, uh, mm-hmm. for, for your support. We have a couple of minutes before we step away at the top of the hour break but um i had asked uh, this also of jake uh, earlier in the hour but uh, dave when you think about kind of your family's day-to-day routine um how is it that uh, real presence radio kind of intersects with that uh, how does it influence what you guys do well with uh, with seven kids six of them that are in school and some of them in activities we spend a lot of time in the vehicle um, we're we're moving people around from different activities from school, home, practice, back, traveling to small towns to play some sports. So, yeah, we do get a lot of listening time in. And, uh, you know, Dad, myself, I, I find my, myself really enjoying that lunch hour. Uh, Dr. Ray Skit. Um, he, does, does he help yes. you understand why your kids aren't crazy? Is that <laughs> Well, basically, you know, you... <laughs> Yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> after after the average hour, he's like, and I thought I had it in my house. <laughs> yeah, I love his sarcasm. He definitely brings things to light and, and keeps it 
keeps uh yeah keeps it real right for sure yeah yeah yeah. and that's one of the great things uh of uh of a host like dr ray grandy is that you don't come away from his conversation his program thinking oh man this is an impossibly high bar for me to clear you know i think he really brings a lot of uh comfort and reassurance to people in the midst of their anxieties you know to uh to to do the best that they can and and uh call upon god's grace in their in their vocation and their family life and that kind of brings up too just the the variety of different programs that are available yes presence radio too yep yeah, if people are interested in kind of the current events angle, you have Teresa Tamio in the mornings and Al Cresta in the afternoon. With regard to the apologetics, with uh, um, uh, Tom Price, you if know, you're and Catholic in aliens, answers. you can always tune in to uh, Jimmy Akins. You know, <laughs> 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 that's his favorite thing to do is talk about. Uh, that is a whole other can of worms a person could open up. Yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, apparently there are. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I, I guess there's a new acronym. UFO is out, but uh, something about. Uh, vehicles that people can't quite explain that are being detected and stuff like that. But nothing that mysterious happening here. It's our call call to you to support the Ministry of Real Presence Radio. 877-795-0122 is that number. And the live drive continues in the top of the next hour with a great uh, conversation from one of our local bishops. Stay tuned for that. We'll be right back after that. Heading back to your fall live drive. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome back, everyone, to continued coverage of the 2023 Fall Live Drive here on Real Presence Radio. Father James Gross, joined by Father Jason Leffer, priests of the Diocese of Fargo, with you for the second of our two-hour shift uh, before we pass the baton on um, for the remainder of the Live Drive. We started off yesterday, and we continue until tomorrow afternoon, uh, and we really are looking forward to hearing from you during this hour, 877-795-0122. And you know who we're especially looking forward to hearing from uh, the folks who are going to be leading us at our top of the hour prayer for this hour. So we have uh, the uh, Untersayer family calling in. So why don't we just have you one at a time say your first name for us before we do our opening prayer. My name is Jacob. Okay. My name is Gamma. My name is Max. All right. All right. Very good. And uh, whenever you're ready, go ahead and lead us and take us away. God, come to my assistance. I love you. Help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As the beginning is now, and we will the Heavenly Father, in obedience to you, your only Son accepted death on the cross for for the salvation of mankind. We acknowledge the mystery of the cross on earth. May we receive the gift of redemption in heaven. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That was wonderful, kiddos, as uh, today we celebrate the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross, the 14th of September. So, Hunter Sayer family, go ahead. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thanks for joining us today. 
That is wonderful. And where else, uh, ladies and gentlemen, are you going to get chance to open up <laughs> our uh, prayer? What a wonderful thing. We have challenge gifts available coming up for this hour here. Paul and Sandy from Grafton, North Dakota, are offering their gift in memory of their parents. Lana offers her gift in all honor of all past and present priests at St. Michael's and Grand Forks. That includes uh, Father uh, Ray Courtright, his parochial vicar, Father Derek Lear, whom we had the privilege of interviewing last month. And myself, I'm, and I'm yes, a past priest from as a past priest yeah. from St. Michael's and Monsignor Dan Pilon, a retired priest in residence there. Ben and Betsy offer their gift in honor of the Women's Pregnancy Center in Grand Forks. I believe they're updating their name to Relate Care Clinic, something like that. Paul and Lori from Grand Forks offer their gift in memory of Jack and Naomi Foley. Joshua and Catherine are offering their gift in loving memory of Alfreda Sauer. Uh, Carl is uh, donating from Thief River Falls, Minnesota, and Fultz Trucking from Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. A recent pastor, Monsignor uh, Mike Fultz uh, from uh, Sacred Heart in East Grand Forks, is down now in the um, Detroit Lakes area. I know he's uh, he's living the life of Riley, being closer to a lot of his family in the area where he grew up. Pat and Brenda offer their gift for their parents, and Joe and Jen from Grand Forks offer their gift in honor of Mary, our mother, that she will bring all souls to her son Jesus. Tomorrow is the memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows, we should also mention. So now I'm not Irish, so I don't know. Living a life of Riley, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I always heard it was a good okay. thing. I just want to make sure. because and, and, and actually, I think I learned that phrase through Bugs Bunny cartoons. Because <laughs> I think Bugs Bunny's described things <laughs> once in a while that way. So I, I, I can't say that I'm an expert when it comes to that so sort of So if we have any, any um, uh, informed Irish person out there, if you're willing to call in and let us know, if what, what is the life of Riley involved? We would, we would like to know. Who was Riley and why did he have it so good? <laughs> so what kinds of giving levels are available for people, Father? Well, we've got uh, Archangel level. This is the, uh, the Archangels you think is the biggest, the top of the heap up there. They're praising God perfectly. And uh, so 5,000 and, and up. And, and again, just you know, for our listeners, some people hear that and like, whoa, who could do that? Well, th- there are people, there are organizations out there who, who have been very successful and they're, they're able to support that level, 5,000, 10,000. They, they can do this. And, and um, people make a huge difference who are able to do that. And so we're, we're so grateful for anybody who is being called right now um, to, to give at such a level. And then the, the apostle level, so that, right, there's only 12 apostles, right? They're, they're up there too. We, so we think of the apostle level. Again, that's kind of a substantial level and that that's a thousand dollars which that comes about eighty dollars a month you know if you think look at your budget can you afford eighty dollars a month you know um and again the archangel and apostle level if you call in and and give it that level we get the fanfare we get the trumpets blowing so we were always excited we, how many would you get two last hour yes we got two trumpet fanfares last hour so we're very grateful for that um disciple level again you know, this is an intentional level. To be a disciple, you, you intentionally put yourself at the feet of Jesus. You say, I'm choosing to be here. So a disciple level 500, that, that's a pretty significant uh, gift. Again, it's like $40 a month. We've got the messenger level. Again, get, get that message out. We, we need to go out and what's more appropriate than like a dollar a day, right? So the message every day, a dollar a day, you know, about $30 a month there, $360 gift. Um, evangelist level, that's a commitment, $250, $20 a month, right? Guardian Angel, again, we're, we're at that level of, uh, you know, anything below $250, okay? But down at that bottom level, there's my, my level. I, I'm, this, I'm going to put this into the Hobbit level, the, the little people. The, the, what do you got in your pockets? Can you give anything? And why that's so important is, again, it's just that 
you make that initial gift, right? You just if it's a dollar, if it's five dollars, if it's ten dollars, but to see yourself, hear yourself, making that effort, picking up the phone, you overcome the, phone the inertia is the way I think of it. It's yeah. right, and you, it's like you you break it open, and you give, and once you realize, oh, I gave, that wasn't so hard. I can give again, or I can increase now, or maybe I'm all I'm able to do is ten dollars, but it's significant for some person, and suddenly Real Presence Radio becomes your radio station. You're you're personally invested yes. uh, in in what goes forth on these airwaves. Yep, you can be a stakeholder and not just a consumer. Really investing in a great mission that we may not be able to personally see how it unfolds but there is somebody who will be listening who will have just a, a life-changing experience from what they hear because of real presence radio so 877-795-0122 father gross where if somebody does give it any of these levels what is the money going to how is it helping here right right so the average monthly cost for operating real presence radio is at two hundred twenty one thousand dollars um and uh the studio costs network-wide for a year go to $656,300. You know, so you're looking at a lot of different things, not just the, the equipment and, you know, sending out the signal, the technology, but just the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the payment of the employees and things like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I've been able to attend uh, the banquets that you have regionally in different places. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Please keep that I, I know, up. Yeah. There are so many others who are unable to do that, this is your chance to help us out. And again, a shout out to those banquets. They have a new lineup. Those banquets come in. Oh, Father Gross, you know, we, we thoroughly enjoy that every year. And I, I say it's like, whenever you have an opportunity to go to those banquets, it's, it's like having the best people in the whole world under one roof. It's and the it, annual Catholic reunion. And it, it's so <laughs> inspiring. It doesn't matter who you sit with. It just story after story of faith comes through and, and, and support. And that's because of, I say it's, it's like, it's Real Presence Radio's gift to us. To call us forth to, to come together. It's a, it's a real gift for us to be able to come together and celebrate our faith. It's so powerful. Yes, indeed. So, you know, we were talking with uh, our last guest, uh, last hour, Dave, uh, Jake, about, um, you know, the, the, the ways in which, uh, uh, you know, Real Presence Radio kind of helps, you know, shape uh, their, their vocation and their family life. Can you tell us a little bit more about kind of the influence that Real Presence Radio has had? And, and for those who are just joining us, Dave Zaverell, uh, gentleman from East Grand Forks is here in studio with us. Can you tell us about uh, kind of the impact that Real Presence Radio has just kind of uh, in your family, in, in, in the routine of your, of your lives? Yeah, absolutely. You know, for my, myself personally, Real Presence Radio dates back to the very beginnings of the station. Uh, we as a business and, and personally, we were, we were on the ground floor of, of being one of the original you know, investors. The in closet this. at St. Thomas Aquinas Newman yeah, Center right? 20, almost 20 years ago. Yes. And so, you know, uh, getting introduced to Teresa Tamio back then when I was, that was, you know, almost, what, 20 years ago, guys? Yeah. It was, it right? Is, yeah. And uh, um, just getting introduced to that, I, I was serving on the Women's Pregnancy Center board back at the time, and, nice. you know, she, she really brought um, the awareness to my life about all the you know, all the lack of, of, or the culture of death, actually, that was just being spread. And, and she, every day, we were we were just getting filled up with, with that encouragement, with that knowledge, with that understanding on how to, you know, fight the good fight for those that can't fight for themselves. And, 
So, you know, I give a testament to that. Um, you know, over the years, as this radio has been going on, just the, the knowledge that, you know, I have gained, just catechesis, um, when I wasn't expecting it, you know, when mm-hmm. I was in between Buxton and Reynolds. Right, right. right. Well, let's just also mention how blessed folks in the Grand Forks area have been to have had this continuous uh, service available because there are a lot of people who are listening who can point to maybe it was three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, uh, or somewhere in the neighborhood when they received their first local station. But we've had, uh, you know, the, the 1813 AM 1370 signal for quite some time. And I guess I'm saying this in order to um, hopefully prick the consciences a little bit of our Grand Forks area folks. If this is a resource that you find continually valuable to you, um, this is something worth investing in. 877-795-0122. You know, as you describe that, Father Gross, the word that comes to me is comfort. Like, and Dave, you're describing as you go from one place to another. I don't know about you guys, but for me, when I get in the vehicle, it's to me, it's just such a comfort. No, I, when I hit that button and I look at the time, I know what voice is going to be coming. And I'm, mm-hmm. you get so excited. It's almost like you're tuning into a friend who's always mm-hmm. there for you. And, and it comforts you. And, and there's, there's this assurance. And, there, and there, even if it's Teresa and she's dealing with the problems of that day through news or whatever, it's still a comfort knowing that Teresa is the one who's giving you mm-hmm. the, the word. Or like David brought up Dr. Ray Grandy, you know, mm-hmm. the little cranky little counselor, you know, whatever, but you're just like, I wonder what Ray, Dr. Ray's grumpy about today here. Let's, let's check this out, you know, or, or Dr. David Anders we were talking about yeah. before, like I, whenever I happen to be in the vehicle and he's on, I just love, like, oh man, I want to hear, or they have a replay later at night, I'll listen to the mm-hmm. replay. Actually yeah, when I'm visiting my, uh, when I'm heading to Bismarck, visiting my mom or family or with other sorts of things, and you get toward the range, and all right, 91.7 FM, you know, that's going to come in, so you think of some of the, what, the areas that you're going throughout, um, and you think of uh, where the signal is and where you can pick it up, so there's that continuity. So it isn't just the gift of, like, like the, the, the station is here, but it's like, it goes with you where you go and again the word that comes to me it's a comfort it's like you have a nice nice comfortable blanket that that wraps you what whatever you're facing in the world out there if you're having a really bad day you know you, you turn it on you're just like okay it feels good this is just a safe place a good place and and i'm mm-hmm. you're always learning i'm been at this but 35 that, 36 right. years we've been in this whole life it's like we're still learning things that from the radio station. And, you know, there's been, um, uh, within the last couple of decades, there's been an absolute explosion of different forms of media with mm-hmm. uh, podcasts and streaming things and stuff like that. But there is still an indispensable place for terrestrial radio. And we appreciate the support that you folks are giving us. And we are looking forward to hearing from you. 877 795 So, um... Just uh, as uh, one listener to another, Dave, here, we only have a couple more minutes with you. Um, what what are some of kind of the, the parting shots that you would give if you're imagining somebody kind of in your situation who's listening and who's like, boy, you know, I, I don't think I've uh, don't think I've actually hopped in and supported this uh, uh, this ministry yet. What kind of encouragement would you think of offering? Yeah, you know, like many things, we don't know the effects of our actions, who may never know the effects of our actions, but there is uh, true stories that I've heard time and time again when it comes to Real Presence Radio of people that, you know, are, are 
in need of the good news and they're flipping through the stations and they stumble upon Real Presence Radio and uh, it changes their lives. And we have people in our industry, construction industry, that they're in their vehicles all day long. Uh, they're in there 14 hours a day, five, six, almost sometimes seven days a week. And this is like their home. We had talked about traveling before and people that have to you know, go back and forth and the comfort you had just brought up, this is an opportunity for them to continue on mm-hmm. and have that good news be brought into their to their lives. Yeah, I also think about, especially agriculture this time, driving around in the area, I see mm-hmm. the beet trucks going and, you know, with the, the lifters or, you know, like with harvest and grain carts and things like that. People who have a lot of time there, you know, to, to and a captive audience, how can you apply your, you know, that listening ear in a sense that's not just breaking the noise and the monotony but in a very purposeful way yeah and one more thing just to add for those listeners out Mm -hmm. there when we first got involved with one station in Grand Forks um, uh, every year uh, the Lord had used that station to grow to the next to the next to what we were I believe you were saying there's 16 stations 27 signals out there I mean the 2.5 million people that it covers uh, that wasn't on our radar way back when and that wouldn't be something that was accomplished if it wasn't for people that would continually show up um, with whatever they could for this for this uh, radio station. So. Absolutely. Well, we'll mention a couple of additional uh, donors here in just a moment. But first of all, uh, Dave Zaverall, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us. It's, it's always great to hear about um, uh, how your family is doing and kind of this first-person witness of um, uh, the, the support that your business has been giving to us in this uh, in this apostolate. So blessings to you and, and the whole gang. Yeah, well, thank you guys. I know that. Uh, thank you for the prayers, and, and it definitely we feel it when we're out there every day. So Fantastic. Well, we have a couple of guardian angel gifts that we want to introduce um, before we step aside for break here uh, to announce uh, the first from Lucy in Pizek on the guardian angel level who says good luck with your live drive I love EWTN and RPR they are wonderful sources of knowledge for us to deepen our faith and there is another gift from Montrose South Dakota Dennis uh, called in also in the guardian angel level in honor of St. Patrick's Church Montrose South Dakota do you know where Montrose is no I don't okay, this, folks listeners you don't have to you have to understand Father Gross, he is a master of geography. He knows everything everywhere. He's been everywhere. Everything. So whenever we can find a place that he's not quite sure, I, I get a particular delight out of that just because you're, you're such a well-traveled person. I know where Montrose, Minnesota is, but not South Dakota, so I'm going to have to cheat and look it up on my app here <laughs> And on the other break. side of the break, we'll let people know where Montrose, South yes, Dakota Yes, yes, because Montrose deserves its, uh, its props, That's and right. so we definitely will do that. So thanks again, uh, Dave, for joining us. And we have more of the Live Drive coverage coming up in just a moment after this break 877-795-0122 is that number to call and we're looking forward to hearing from you more on the other side of the break please stay with us thanks for joining us this morning for day two of our fall live drive if you haven't called in yet there's still plenty of time to call and make a difference in someone's life more from the fall live drive right after this break I think Catholic Radio gives us an opportunity to be family as a church, number one, Um, to connect in places where distance is huge in our part of the country. And um, we are inundated with uh, 
the influence of secular media in our world today. Um, I think that Catholic Radio pr presents that worldview that is really necessary. And um, I really uh, feel that as parents in particular, those of you who have younger children, are really uh, blessed to have this opportunity to have programming that in encourages young people to think outside the box that they're getting on all the other social media that they're exposed to. I think Catholic, Catholic media is a world of friends. It's um, not only just a friend uh, as you listen to the people that you know. We need to be strengthened in our voice as a church and as uh, faithful Catholics. I'm Father Richard Kunst with a Papal Minute. An unwritten rule of papal history is that after a long pontificate, cardinals elect an older man who will act as a transitional pope. Such was the case in 1878 when Blessed Pius IX died after reigning more than 31 years, the longest serving pope since St. Peter. The cardinals settled on an elderly cardinal from Perugia, Italy, Vincenzo Pecci, who was 68, a ripe old age at 1878. Pecci took the name of Leo XIII and became the energizer bunny of popes, living all the way to 1903 and becoming the second longest reigning pope at the time, second only to his immediate predecessor. This longevity gave rise to a widely used nickname. Instead of being called the Holy Father, he was often referred to as the Eternal Father because it seemed as though he would never die. But he finally did at the age of 93. This has been Father Richard Kunst with the Papal Minute. To learn more, visit papalartifacts.com. That's papalartifacts.com. And now, back to your Fall Live Drive. Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Real Presence Radio as we are conducting our Fall 2023 Live Drive. Father James Gross joined by Father Jason Leffer. And uh, we are priests of the Diocese of uh, Fargo. And I'm a little bit distracted because I'm doing this look up here. And, oh, i got to tell you where Montrose is. It is just to the west of Sioux Falls. Okay, good old yeah, Montrose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people know where, uh, you know, Madison, South Dakota, Dakota State University, is is to the south of there so yep not far off of i-90 so okay okay and again we need to give them their props not only yes. that but this has been not just about doing the live drive but even doing the call-in show on real presence live we, uh, father gross and I, we love to hear from listeners all over the listening area and we, we love to be stumped uh geographically or whatever to tell us mm -hmm. where you are and, and give you your you know 10 seconds right. of fame on the, you know on do you remember air? a few years ago they had as part of our format for the real presence live program a weather report yeah Yes. And we had production assistants who liked to pick out these uh, interesting names. And there was this one, I think it was Bombay or whatever in Minnesota. And uh, we found that it was right on the line of uh, the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis and Winona, Rochester. And uh, Bishop Quinn, we, we, we were asking him, him of... We uh, accused him of not knowing where a town was in his diocese. And it turns out it wasn't in It his was diocese. just across the county <laughs> line, yes. So uh, we, we stood corrected with that. And he, so. uh, the next program he came on air and he, I think he corrected us after that. Yes, yes, yeah, because uh, <laughs> he, he was feeling bad about that. So anyway, well, speaking uh, of which, we, you know, we have a, a bishop coming. We, we better be on our best manners, Father Gross, here, and, and, treat, absolutely. and treat our apostle with respect. I'm telling myself, not you. <laughs> you're, you're always very good-mannered. It's, it's, it's myself that needs to go to a school of manners. One of the joyful things, for, of course, for us about this is that it, it's not just a cliche. Real Presence Radio is truly a family of faith. If you go on to our website, 
you find uh, prayer requests that people have left that uh, anyone can leave and that uh, folks uh, take up and they check on that in order to include in their daily prayers and and there really is this substantial bond uh, you know that the Holy Spirit helps to form by believers and it is a real joy to hear people from all different corners of our listening area pitching in and supporting the ministry of Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122 is that number. So yeah, we um, had a couple of great uh, conversations here with uh, some local gentlemen here, and and I just really admire, you know, Jake and uh, Dave, each of them in their own way, you know, the, the ways in which they are taking up that vocation, you know, as husbands and fathers and are, and are being very generous. You know, on, on the drive-in this morning, I was just doing a little reflection back, like, well, when did my relationship start with this? And, and the, the very, very, this going way back, the very first experience I had with what was EWTN was when uh, we, were, we were at seminary, this is down in St. Louis, and a good friend, Dave Severson, he, he, was, he was a recent convert, and he, he was so excited about his faith, and he had discovered that at that time, we didn't have a signal. We didn't have the TV for EWTN, but he had got purchased a shortwave radio, and we were able to. Mother Angelica had just started shortwave uh, broadcast, and we were able to tune into EWTN on the, on the shortwave radio. Well, the, the next year, St. Louis got an affiliate, and they started like our real presence. They started yeah. one down there, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I ended up being a regular host on. On, not a host, but a guest on their programming down there locally because I, I knew the person who was, who was behind it. And I was so stimulated by that. I came back, talked to Bishop Sullivan. I said, I said, you know, Bishop, we, did you know that if you just get a signal that Mother Angelica will give you the program? We need, you know, and, and he kind of winked at me and he said, oh, you know, something's in the works. You know, and so we're, we're talking, this is like 97 okay. back then and stuff. And, yeah. and then, and I just always, always thought about that. And then um, it was interesting you know, across the years, and then coming, coming back and being ordained, and right at the time being ordained, uh, a couple of years later, we, we get the signal here, and then always being involved, but it's, it was interesting, I was like, you know, God had actually put it on my heart. Like, I mean, I, you know how that works, like, did, did you discover God, or did God discover you, and, and now you're just cooperating with the grace in your life? And I, and I just, you know, so from the beginning of my vocation, you know, this has always been the Real Presence Radio. It's always been, last segment talked about the comfort that it is. And, and it's always there. And just reflecting back on the relationship, the development of the years, across the years, and the absolute privilege um, to, be, to be part of the voice going out, uh, the airwaves, for, for people to, to come and hear this message. And so I cannot think of a better investment. With, you know, you think about... Um, what can I do to help spread my faith to others so that they can hear? I cannot think of a better investment than, than calling in right now, 877-795-0122, and, and giving and helping keep Real Presence on the air. And it is humbling to think about how we can be um, instruments, you might say, to, to carry on this work, um, no matter where a person may find himself or herself as they stumble on onto our radio station. And, uh, you know, it is our prayer that they, um, you know, give it a chance and say, wow, this is something of um, 
uh, substance. This is something that is really speaking to me and something that is stirring deep in my heart. I may not be able to articulate it or explain it, but it really, you know, is is helping to ignite that fire. A couple of additional donors that we have uh, that we want to acknowledge here: Lyle and Kim from just down the road in Fisher, Minnesota, are giving on the guardian angel level in honor of all the teachers at Sacred Heart School in East Grand Forks, Minnesota. Here's an opportunity where I want to give a shout out to Catholic teachers and catechists, um, you know, Catholic school teachers, especially a lot of Catholic school networks have really been scrambling to provide uh, adequate staff in order to meet the demands for the families whom they serve, you know, and uh, Sacred Heart, uh, our neighbors across the river here definitely fall under that purview. So yes, we recognize along with you, Lyle and Kim, the great work that they're doing on the evangelist level, a gift by Rob and Mary from Bismarck, the capital city, in honor of the priests and deacons at St. Anne's Church in Bismarck. They have a a new uh, pastor who's been a host uh, for quite some time on Real Presence uh, Radio, Father Craig Hochalter. And uh, Father Hochalter's maternal grandfather was a Wald, and his brother was an uncle of mine. So we have some cousins in common. He's not a cousin of mine, but People now, who are from big families Father will Gross, understand how that works. Now, Father Gross, let's admit you just—you're pretty much related to the whole world. I mean, come on, let's let's admit you—you—you're the the Gross, the Napoleon area. You guys, you Brad, you. You've been well, very, very. Thrilled. Here's the deal: when there are so many wonderful uh, <laughs> members of the family, name dropping is not something that is, uh, you know, is something I'm willing to do shamelessly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, that's really all that you, you there come is to from it. Good stock, though. So that's, that's absolutely. Good and again, I thank uh, thank the good Lord for that every single day. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, before we have uh, uh, our bishop with us the um, uh, holy swag that we have available for the apostle level draw the apostle level donors there will be a drawing of a framed print an 11 by 14 of pope francis that was the original was painted by tony wrangle from uh, rapid city south dakota the apostle level gift will also gain you a, an our lady of sorrows chaplet as we mentioned the memorial of our lady of sorrows uh, also referred to seven dollars in many uh, parishes and areas is tomorrow and that chaplet has been touched to a first class relic of saint padre pio making it a third-class relic. You can receive an RPR t-shirt if you are a new donor on the $20 or more level, and existing monthly donors will also receive a shirt if they increase their monthly giving by $20 or more. So we really encourage you to take advantage of those offers too. So we have with us today, and uh, very grateful to do so, the uh, Bishop of the Diocese of Rapid City, South Dakota, Bishop Peter Muich. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. Thank you. God bless you. It's nice to be with you. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, um, I've been looking forward to visiting with you, Bishop, because prior to your appointment as Bishop in South Dakota, you were a priest of the Diocese of Duluth, correct? I certainly was for yeah. 30 years. Yep. So, so um, uh, could, could you tell us about, because I think that their time overlapped a little bit when you were still there in Duluth, um, how Real Presence Radio really uh, supported you and accompanied you in your ministry there um, in that area. Right, yeah. Yeah, under um, then Bishop Serba, um, Real Presence Radio came to um, Duluth and, and was able to um, start broadcasting from that Twin Ports area and... Um, it received a, a really good response almost immediately, and um, you know people really love to have 
Catholic radio, you know, broadcasting um, in the local area that was easy to access, and um, it was just great to have all that resource um, available. So, yeah, that was about maybe five years. I can't remember before I was made bishop, maybe six or seven. Okay. Radio Presence Radio was there, yep. Very good. And so um, tell us a little bit, uh, for at least our, our listeners who are from different parts of the upper Midwest, tell us a little bit about uh, the makeup of, of the diocese that you serve. You know, definitely a lot of people will think of the Black Hills and some of the uh, tourist attractions that are involved with that. But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot more to it besides that uh, with uh, uh, the West River Diocese in South Dakota. Yes, yeah, that was one of the big changes for me to go from um, forests and lakes, you know, and and the life of um, six months of winter in northern Minnesota to western South Dakota, which is really a very different landscape. You know, um, it's, um, it's remarkable. When I was named bishop, it was in the middle of COVID, and so I, I didn't travel out to Rapid City for the usual press conference. We did it, you know, um, remotely, you know, over mm-hmm. Zoom. And um, so the first time I really arrived um, and saw the diocese, I had never traveled out here. I'd never, as a family, we had never va- vacationed in the Black Hills. I don't know why, we just never did. And um, and so it was a whole new adventure for me. And I remember having my vehicle up, packed up with my stuff and a couple of priest friends following me in another vehicle. And we got to the um, Missouri River and I and I looked across and I went, wow, that is different. You know, you're, li- you're leaving farmland for uh, all that grassland, you know, and hills. And, and sure enough, you know, um, and, and then we kept driving. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of this. There's an awful lot of this. So, you know, and where are the trees? You know, it was, it was really a remarkable difference in landscape for me. You know, um, and uh, it's been a great adventure getting to know, you know, this place, you know, west mm-hmm. of the Missouri River and, and all of its history, you know, um, how the settlers, well, first of all, how the Native Americans made, you know, a life here on the on the plains, the high plains, and then how the, uh, the settlers came and somehow, you know, eked out a living in very difficult cir- circumstances. Um, farming is not easy in most of my diocese. You know, there just isn't the topsoil. The glaciers didn't do on this side of the river what they did on the other side. So um, it's a very different kind of landscape. Yeah. Um, Bishop, I'm just going to mention here another gift that came in for our uh, live drive this hour. Some dear parishioners of mine from here in Grand Forks, uh, Tim and Lorreen on the evangelist level, with thanksgiving for the priesthood, especially for Father Gross and Father Leffer. So thanks so much to you folks uh, for your continued support and, and for listening. Uh, so, Bishop, th- this is uh, Father Leffer here with you. Would um, c- can you share a little bit? Since you, I mean, th- those oils are still a little bit wet. You know, you have been. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not a veteran bishop. You're. You're just a little baby bishop, kind of. You know, can, can, can toddler, maybe. Yeah, to- maybe a toddler. Okay. No, but yeah. Could you share with our listeners just um, kind of the, the experience and, and the anointing, the, the the joy, the kind of the charism that comes into you as a as a man to go through to be ordained a bishop like the fears and things that come with it but also the anointing that come with what could you share with us just, what, what was that experience like and and what what did you receive how did you experience that yeah you know i'm i really you know never thought i would be a bishop it was not really on the radar screen i mean i knew i was the right age and everything and uh, there was a vacancy in duluth when i was also named to, to rapid city here so you know we were waiting for a new bishop back in duluth as well but um you know, I never really thought that would happen. You know, you think, well, maybe, but no, nah, that's not going to happen. And, and then it all of a sudden happens, you know, and 
And uh, kind of out of the blue, the Lord is asking you to serve in a new way. And, and at first, it's a little frightening, you know. Um, but I felt, you know, like, no, um, you know, the Lord really is asking me to do something. And the only way to be in a, a good place, you know, spiritually and in every other way, is to be tucked into God's will. And so I just remember that simple idea, you know, I have to do God's will. And, um, and when I said yes, I had peace about it. You know, I'm unease about, can I do all the things a bishop does? You know, um, how well will I do them? All of that. But, but the basic decision, you know, um, I felt at peace about. Very good. Well, we are visiting with Bishop Peter Muich from the uh, Diocese of Rapid City, South Dakota. And uh, Bishop, I'm just going to I- invite our listeners, since uh, your diocese has kind of publicized this as well, to remember you, especially in your prayers, um, uh, in, in terms of your health and your recovery. So you want to just uh, say a little bit about uh, that journey and how things are going sure. for you? Sure, yeah. Yeah, last year um, I started to have some trouble um swallowing solid foods, you know, and I went in, I've had, you know, some digestive issues in the past, and I thought, well, maybe it's related to that. And I went in, and the endoscopy showed a tumor in my lower esophagus that proved cancerous, and so that was a shocking bit of news for myself and and um, and for my family and friends. But um, but when I met with the um, cancer doctors, they said, no, let's, let's get to work. You're, you know, you're in good health otherwise, and and um, we think, you know, we can get this, and, you know, even if we can't get it all, we can manage things well, and so let's get to work. And so um, I said, well, great, that, that gives me hope, you know. And, um, and so we started um, treatments, both uh, radiation and um, chemotherapy, back in, um, in July. And um, I was able to travel home to see, see my family, and it had been already on the calendar, so it was great to have that time with them you know, and share that news and, and have their um, support and then come back and start the treatments. And, you know, I finished the treatments in, in uh, mid-August, and I've been about a month, I know, out from that now. And I'm still dealing with all of the, the weakness and, and the side effects that come from going through those treatments. Um, I'm still not swallowing, you know, solid foods well, but, yeah. uh, but I can get a lot of soft things down, like, Smoothies. I, I've never been a smoothie guy, but boy, am I now. So, um, <laughs> a lot, a lot of, you know, blended up bananas and strawberries and blueberries. And I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of the stuff they recommend I can't take. So, but there's, thank God, there's a lot of products that are lactose free now, and so I've been able to find enough things to, to uh, consume to, to get the calories in. But, um, but you know, I don't know if it was a good idea or a bad idea, but. I was overweight enough where I've lost about 35 pounds or so in this whole thing. And, you know, that, that was probably a blessing. You know, I, I had some calories and things to burn. and, um, and um, that's, that's a tough way that. to go on a weight loss program, though, I must say. <laughs> yeah. I, I was kidding with some of my doctors. I said, God, the benefits of, um, gosh, the benefits of cancer. I'm down 35 pounds and my blood pressure is much better. And they just looked at me and shook their heads, you know, and smiled. <laughs> the, the, um, so, I mean, it's interesting, you know, as you kind of share a little bit with us, which we really appreciate, you know, kind of what you've gone through. How, how does that change you um, as a priest in the sense of one who ministers to those who are sick and ill? Like, how, how does it change you as a priest kind of knowing from the inside out of what others are going through? Yeah, you know, it, it's a new thing for me. You know, I'm, you know, you think after years of... Um, 
priestly ministry. I mean, the two of you are actively involved in pastoral ministry. I certainly was my bread and butter as a priest before I became a bishop. It was really par- parish ministry. I ministered in about 16 different parishes in various clusters, you know, over the years. And, you know, you, you think you've kind of seen it all and, and done it all by the time you're, you know, in your mid-50s. And, and this, of course, was a whole new chapter of my life. And, and um, first of all, it, it, it humbles you and, you know, reminds you of your mortality, but it also gives you the opportunity to, you know, to really trust in God and His providence mm-hmm. and, and, and to really be with your people. I've noticed that, you know, I'm, I have a much better sense of being with my people as they suffer now. You know, um, in the early days of my treatments going in, we have a cancer center, a beautiful new place here, um, as part of our regional health system with first-class um, medical care, so I'm very blessed with that. But, you know, um, I remember first going in, you know, in all my clerical garb with my pectoral cross and everything and feeling like a little you know, exposed, you know, like, oh, people are going to know now that I have cancer. And, and then I thought, well, no, I'm their bishop, and they should know, you know, and um, this gives me the opportunity to be with people in, in, a, in a new way, and it has. Uh, you know, I felt a little bit like the chaplain at the cancer center over the last sure. couple months, because people start asking you questions about, you know, what do you do, and what's a bishop, and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. But But also, some people that are going in for treatments, you know, obviously recognize me and come over and and, and will come over and, and, and spend a little time with me and just kind of grab me and, and say, you know, I'm so, you know, not so, I mean, I'm so happy to see you, you know, and um, and know that you're going through this as I'm going through this. Yeah. So, so, so that's, for been, those... that's been a real grace. Very good. So uh, for those who are just joining us, you are tuned in to uh, the programming for the 2023 Fall Live Drive here on Real Presence Radio. The number to call to support our ministry is 877-795-0122. And uh, Bishop, I know the diocese has been uh, alerting people uh, to um, or in inviting them to ask for the intercession of a servant of God, Nicholas Black Elk. So uh, would you want to just uh, say a word to maybe... Uh, um, uh, acquaint uh, some of our listeners to who that is and, and why it's uh, important to you personally to call upon his intercession during this journey. Sure, sure. Yeah, Nicholas Blackhawk is basically our local saint in the making. His cause was um, advanced and approved by the Bishop's Conference under my predecessor, Bishop uh, Robert Goose. And um, he was a uh, Lakota, first of all, uh, a medicine man or a healer as a younger uh, man. And he was present at some of the, you know, historic events out here, you know, uh, like the Battle Battle of Wounded Knee. And later on, he converted, he was baptized, you know, under the name Nicholas, and he became a catechist. And he was very faithful in helping the Jesuit priests who had to kind of ride circuits to visit all their people. And he would care for the church in Manderson and even travel with the, uh, the Jesuits and teach people you know, the faith, when the priests couldn't be there to do that themselves. And over the years, he became renowned for his holiness, and, and he brought a lot of people into the Church, and uh, died in, in uh, 1950, and, and, um, and uh, we're, we're really uh, blessed to have his witness to the faith, because it bridges, you know, the, the, um, the Lakota world, you know, and culture and the Catholic world, and gives us a way of seeing how the two interrelate, you know, in a time when, as you know, in the media there's all kinds of, um, 
you know, a very, um, you know, um, a lot of dramatic um, and polarizing news, a lot of emotional news about, you know, the, the things that came along with the colonial um, colonialization right. of the Native people. With St. Hudiparosa and others like yep, him. Yep. Yeah. And so Nicholas really gives us, you know, a story to say, no, 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 it wasn't all like that, you know. Um, and in fact, uh, a lot of it was was really good. And here, here, here's an example, you know, of how mm-hmm. somebody who was genuinely Lakota became genuinely and, and deeply Catholic. So, um, yeah. so anyway, so, um, yeah. so we're yeah, Bishop, I'm his a- intercession. Yes, definitely. And I'm grateful, Bishop, that you also mentioned uh, the uh, Society of Jesus. And uh, if you want to just talk a little bit about uh, the legacy that uh, the Jesuits have had in their ministry, particularly among the Native Americans, who are uh, a pretty uh, sizable percentage of the Catholic population in your diocese. Yeah, we we have five reservations in the Diocese of Rapid City. And um, and the um, the missionaries were here before actually um, the diocese of Rapid City was was founded. Um, uh, Chief Red Cloud, when he realized that things were not going to go back to the way they were, that the um, the settlers were here to stay. You know that the U.S. Army wasn't going away, and um, you know they were they were having to think about you know seriously um, you know life in a new way on reservations. He asked for the black robes to be sent to his people because he wanted an education for um, his children, you know, and his people. And so the, the Jesuits, the Black Robes, came and have been here ever since. So um, they've had a rich history, you know, um, and uh, have done a lot of great things with, with the Lakota people. So, Bishop, maybe you could also speak to, you know, like there, there, there's kind of tension in our world right now where, like, somehow, like, being a missionary or, or sending the message of Christ, like, that's a bad thing. Like, you shouldn't be imposing things on other people, this kind of thing. But yet, on the mm-hmm. other hand, here we are, you know, we're true believers. We truly believe that Jesus is the way. He's, you know, he's the Son of God and and for eternal glory. And for, from our perspective, we, we believe we want everybody to share in that glory. We don't want anybody to be left out. So, like, as a bishop, you're, you're on the front line there with that, in the midst of that tension, because you have to deal with worldly people and, and all kinds of things, but at the same time, this conviction of proclaiming the gospel. So, I mean, what, what role does, like, Catholic Radio have in bridging that gap or being an instrument that can go into the world without being offensive or anything, but actually presenting, um, you know, what we believe is, is good for every soul? Yeah, well, I think just having the opportunity to present the faith, you know, without the context of, of rancor, or polarization is a great, you know, gift, and Real Presence Radio does that. You know, it announces the gospel, it shows people our way of life, it, you know, broadcasts times of prayer, and, um, and you know, it simply says, here's the Catholic life, you know, and, um, and we'd like to share it with you. And, and that's, that's great. We have to kind of fight through an awful lot of distortion today, you know, in our more secular time that sees anything religious as, you know, at best, kind of one path among many, you know, and at worst, you know, I'm somehow dangerous and intolerant. And, um, and of course, Jesus Christ is none of the above. You know, um, he, is, he is the fullness of life. He's the answer to all of our deepest questions. You know, as I say to people over and over again here, you know, um, when we talk about these issues, especially with um, the Native peoples, you know, Jesus is not the problem. You know, the problem was perhaps 
some of the human members of the church and how they presented the faith and how they dealt with people. But Jesus is not the problem. He's the answer to the problem. And so we can't, we can't allow ourselves to be um, convinced by the pressure of the culture that, that somehow Jesus isn't to be spoken of, because he is the Savior of the world. He, he's the one that can bring us all to true happiness, and, and um, he's, not, he's not the problem. He's the answer. And, and then also, would, would you know, could you speak to us a little bit about just the, the whole idea and concept of generosity, and what does that have to do with the, the Christian life, and why, why is it important to be generous? Um, well, you know, um, the, the Holy Father talks a lot about accompanying people and, um, and, and making sure that people are, are, are um, reached out to and that we're walking together this whole notion of um, synodality for the Church. And I think the basic, you know, idea there is that we can't leave people behind, you know, and we have to go out to them the way the Lord did, you know, and not be afraid to, um, to go to the margins and spend time with, with people that are typically, you know, um, you know, not thought of. And, um, and I think generosity is a big part of that, you know, having a hospitable spirit. You know, the more we can do, well, think of Mother Teresa. You know, what did she do? She cared for the poorest of the poor. She simply went to them and took care of them. And she had the opportunity to witness to, to Jesus that way, to the Lord, and, um, and, and to give them the hope of the gospel in the midst of that. But it started with that basic love of people and care for people, you know, in, in their terrible situations or their challenging situations. And so that kind of generosity of spirit, and we have lots of that, of course, in the Church, but we could all, you know, learn how to do that better. Yes, so we are visiting with Bishop Peter Muich from the Diocese of Rapid City here on our live drive programming for Real Presence Radio. We are looking forward to hearing from you. We have about 10 minutes left in this hour of programming and uh, a lot of goals that we need to reach with your help. 877-795-0122 is that number. And uh, thanks to those who have given so far this uh, hour, but we are looking for your help. So if you've been sitting on the fence, for a bit here and and uh, undecided as to whether or not to, to throw your hat in the ring, we really encourage you to step forward in faith and to make that gift. Um, and and so uh, just uh, w- we know that uh, you're going to be taken uh, taken off here in just a moment. One last thing I wanted to ask you here, Bishop. We've been hearing about in all the different corners of uh, the listening area the Eucharistic revival. Um, are there any particular uh, movements, uh, events, or things uh, happening in the local church there in Rapid City that you would like to just uh, kind of celebrate or or inform us about? Well, we've, we've, we've really tried to focus all of the events we normally do on the Eucharistic Revival so that we can maximize um, our opportunities to really, um, you know, focus on that theme and that reality of the Eucharist being the center of our lives. So we had a beautiful uh, procession again through Rapid City, um, Eucharistic procession on Corpus Christi, and our parishes have been rediscovering that. Some of my parishes, of course, on the prairie are, 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 are in tiny places, you know, and so uh, how do you reintroduce, you know, the notion of a procession? And my priests have been great, you know, in this parish here of having, you know, simply a procession around the church property, if nothing else. You know, um, if, if their churches are not, you know, in the midst of a community where you can do a procession, you know, like we could in Rapid City. And, and so I've been very pleased with, you know, their efforts to do that. Holy hours, we 
we have a, a monstrance, um, a very special monstrance down at um, um, the, um, the mission, St. Francis Mission in Rosebud. It's also on, under the care of the Jesuits. Um, that, that mission and uh, the Holy Rosary mission at Pine Ridge for the Jesuits were both built by um, St. Catherine Drexel's um, family money. And, um, and when the church burned down in Rosebud and was rebuilt, she visited eventually and brought a monstrance as a gift you know, for the reopening of the new church. And, um, and so we asked if we could use that around the diocese, so travel from parish to parish for uh, holy hours and processions, you know, to, to connect us with our history of people who so deeply love the Eucharist, like St. Catherine Drexel, and who was so generous, you're talking about generosity, that she spent her family fortune and her whole life establishing, you know, ministry and outreach to, yeah. you know, black and Indian peoples, you know, in the United States. So, so that was a very special part of, you know, what we were doing, too. And we look forward to, we have, um, for our priest retreat, uh, Mother Adela Galindo, she's the um, foundress of our sisters here. We have a new group of sisters, the servants of the pierced hearts of Jesus and Mary that miraculously came to the diocese. That's a whole other story I think I've told before, but, but, um, and she's coming to give our priest retreat, and she has such a deeply Eucharistic heart. And uh, so I'm very grateful that she's coming to, to do that, you know, this coming month. So we've got a number of things. We're, we're working hard on getting ready for sending people to the uh, National Eucharistic Congress as well. There's all kinds of work that needs to be done, as you know, to get ready for that. You know, it's a big undertaking, and a lot of our people don't have lots of resources, so we're trying to figure out how we can make all of that happen. So we've been very busy, but um, but very happy with um, what Great. we've been able to do so far. Um, all exciting news here, and uh, we're so grateful to be able to hear it and to share in it with you, Bishop. Before we let you go here, would you uh, be uh, so kind as to offer us, uh, our listeners, uh, your blessing? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. On this feast of the exaltation of the cross, Lord, help us to um, cling to you in everything that we do to see your victory over sin and death on the cross, your completely selfless love in offering yourself in your passion and death, and um, the glorious resurrection that followed is the key to our lives. Help us to, um, to seek always to be like you, to be transformed into your likeness, especially through our celebration and reception of the Eucharist. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. Yeah, Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Again, Bishop, thank you so much for taking this time, and, and be assured of our prayers for you, for your continued recovery, and for all the wonderful things happening in the Diocese of Rapid City. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Thank you very much. Well, we just have about five minutes before the end of this hour of programming here. 877-795-0122 is the number, and we are looking forward to hearing from you. As we uh, look ahead here, we're going to be passing the baton on to uh, continuing coverage from hosts in Rapid City as it happens. And, Father, you're going to get a kick out of this. Talk about uh, coincidences. Uh, Jacques Daniel is the host along with Father Brian Christensen. Father Brian, together with 
a dear friend of mine from seminary, Father Tony Grossenberg, were both ordained as priests in 1999, same year as us. So a lot of good things happened that year, and uh, I, I, it's, that's the year to celebrate, I guess, in this part of the live drive. There we go. Yes, indeed. Let's hear it for the 99ers. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. You know, we were bracing ourselves because we are like, oh, I don't know what the Lord has in store. You know, is, do we only have six months as a priesthood before Y2K happens and everything goes crazy? But uh, we, we made it. On, yes. On the other side. The, uh, so we do. We'd love for those phones to be lit up. We'd love for people to, to call in here before the top of the hour, 877-795-0122. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep uh, Real Presence Radio alive and on the air and and fully functioning and fully funded so eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two now uh father is really going to give me the business here because i'm cheating a little bit and looking up yet another location that i was not immediately aware of but i am now so plain view minnesota yes we have uh, on the disciple level a donation from marion and peter it is a town i would say halfway between or just uh, to the northeast of rochester uh our wonderful listeners in the diocese of uh, winona rochester so thank you very much for that uh, contribution, and we're very grateful for them uh, listening and, and supporting Real Presence Radio. You can join in with Marion and Peter and the gift that they gave uh, at 877-795-0122. And at the beginning of each hour, we talk about the various levels of gifts. We know certainly that there are some folks who have been blessed and are able to give in really a uh, transformational way. So um, if you've been kind of holding back and... Uh, uh, wondering about whether or not that is something uh, for you, we certainly encourage you to uh, to step forward in faith and to join uh, this uh, apostolate, not only as consumers, but as stakeholders investing in the mission. I want to call out to all those Todds who are listening right now, the Todd who has never given before, always been wanting to give and hasn't. This is the moment. Today's the day for, for every Todd who is wondering when they should start giving to Real Presence Live. Today's the day. This is the moment. 877-795-0122. You know, Todd's last name might be anonymous because uh, there are a lot of anonymuses who are were waiting I, I, on I, I, hearing I, I told him I wasn't going to say his name, but now you revealed it. It is Todd Anonymous. That is his name. And <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to say that, but since you broke the ice, it's, that's right. That's, and he's been very generous. So Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, he's been skipping around to numerous locations as he's been helping us out in the last couple of hours and and more to come hopefully so um as always father leffer what a joy it's been to uh be uh able to visit with our uh, good people here throughout the airwaves on real presence and we, radio well, i want to shout out to blake and rachel and all the good folks behind the scenes who are making this happen today yep. too, and so. our recently hired a uh, new um uh executive director lynn who uh was hosting right before us in fact i think uh is this her first uh, live drive experience um, uh, steering the ship here for Real Presence Radio, so she has uh, gotten her baptism by fire in it, and uh, would remind us to also let you know that we very much appreciate your help, especially at this time of the year, you know, things can get a little slim in the summertime, and uh, we're grateful for people contributing, so we're going to be tossing things over to uh, our hosts in Rapid City for now. Father James Gross with Father Jason Leffer and Blake Riddeman here with us in studio. All the best to you. Thank you for your generosity. 877 795 0122.